up y'all welcome to the what is truth podcast a sunday edition uh what's up ashley what's up stephanie roscoe coltrane the lovely miss Hev, of course secret squirrel miss hope you guys are doing good and exquisite in the neighborhood uh this is my first live stream on youtube in a few weeks i believe that doesn't mean that I have been inactive. As a matter of fact, I have been super busy. I've been busy on Odyssey. The Odyssey channel keeps growing uh, day by day. We had a slew of awesome episodes in the last week. Uh, did one with Ryan Dawson. If you guys know who he is, you guys will not want to miss that show. That was a one of my funnest shows that I've done, did one with Chris Matthews of Forbidden Knowledge News and had had Corey Hughes on a few times and he's invited me on to his shows. Awesome stuff on that side of the interweb. So link will be in the description. Make sure you guys uh, check it out and follow me there. You can also find the What Is Truth podcast on wherever your podcast player of your choice may be apple itunes spotify if you do listen to the show on those platforms uh please leave a review and rating and i will highly highly appreciate it uh all right so why are we here doing a show on joe rogan well if you've been paying attention you may have a clue, so I will be giving my personal thoughts and insights into it all. If you don't haven't been paying attention to the whole situation, I will that will be my job to try to catch you up on it and uh that way you stay on top of things, you know what I'm saying? So being that we are here on YouTube <laughs> I will try to curtail my adult language, but I will not curtail this. Gosh darn it. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Shout out to all the wokesters. All right. So, Joe Rogan is a jack of all trades. He is a sports commentator. He is a comedian. He is a podcaster. He, I guess you can say an actor. He's been on a couple of shows, reality TV shows host. He's done quite a bit. And I first heard of Joe Rogan uh, through the Fear Factor show that came out on TV. Uh, you know. Whatever. I didn't think much of the show. I thought the show was a little crazy with some of the stuff that they were performing, like drinking uh, certain fluids from animals and such. <laughs> um, and then 
I have been a huge fan of mixed martial arts. And I followed him there. I wasn't a huge fan of his yelling. You know, he would—he was a colorful commentator. He still is a commentator for the UFC. And whenever he gets excited, he starts yelling. Kind of like me. <laughs> I get excited. So I guess it's a similar thing. But it would kind of annoy me if I'm being 100% honest. And... I can't remember when it might have been a controversy around t- in 2015 or so. They they've been trying to cancel him for quite a while, quite some time. But in 2015 he had some guests that were controversial and having these controversial guests, these controversial quote-unquote conversations with people is what Got the media talking about his show, and that's how, coincidentally, I found out about his show. So there's probably some of you listening that have never listened to a Joe Rogan podcast. Maybe you've tuned in to some snippets here and there. I, as soon as I found out his show in 2015 or so, it was 2015, 2016, I can't remember exactly when, but his episodes were in the 700s, so... You may think that I came late to the show, but given the fact that he's like in episode almost near 2000 now, uh, you know, that's not too late in the game. And uh, I have been a religious follower of the Joe Rogan podcast since then. I listened to every episode uh, and I couldn't believe that I could sit there and listen to someone have these conversations for three hours, four hours, five hours, the longer, the better for me, given the nature of my work, having these long form conversations was new to me and something that I enjoyed. Uh, the fact that Joe Rogan could have someone that was super liberal on his show and have a three, four hour conversation that was entertaining and fun was awesome the fact that he could have someone that was a super right-wing conservative and have these three-hour four-hour conversations and make them fun uh showed me that he had talent in the podcasting world um he would always talk about being a comedian so i checked out some of his comedy and personally speaking i thought his comedy fell flat i didn't like his style of jokes I didn't like his comedy at all. However, as a UFC commentator, as a podcast host, he is on top of that game. Um, obviously, listening to his awesome conversations and talking to interesting people, that's what inspired me into doing my podcast few years ago going on three years now uh i dreamt of having my show i dreamt of inviting interesting people to talk to having awesome conversations i dreamt about that and it's all thanks to this guy right here mr joe rogan himself he inspired me to do that and uh i am nowhere nowhere even close i'm just 
I'm an ant in his intergalactic world. But nonetheless, I've been able to have some awesome guests over the span of a couple years. I've been able to have some awesome conversations, some epic moments. And it's all in due thanks to this man right here, Mr. Joe Rogan. He inspired me. The other man I want to thank is Ricky Verandus, uh, host of the Ripple Effect podcast. He was another key instrumental figure that pushed me down this path. So to see the media now trying to real hard in trying to shut him down, in trying to cancel him, uh, it's really disturbing. And I'm going to show you a couple of the reasons as to why I believe that this is being done on purpose. It's all there. And a lot of the times when you see these things, the simple question you have to do is, or the simple thing you got to do is follow the money. Now, this is nothing new. Like I said, I first came across Joe Rogan a few years ago, and it was due to another controversy over him having a simple, casual conversation with someone deemed controversial. And uh, I think it was Milo Yamanopoulos, something like that. He had said some controversial things on that episode, and that's really what that attention, that attempt in trying to cancel his show even then I was like, let, let me make my own decision. Because they were saying Joe Rogan is this, Joe Rogan platforms these people. I wanted to make my own damn decision. And so I listened to that episode and I thought it was awesome. And I have become a religious follower of the Joe Rogan podcast ever since. I don't miss a show. I listen to every single hour or Every minute. I So you can say that I've listened to hundreds, maybe thousands of hours of Joe Rogan experience uh, shows. Why am I saying that? Well, I think I, I, I would be curious to know how these people that are slandering Joe Rogan right now. These people trying to cancel him, trying to paint him as a racist, a homophobe, a transphobe, a chauvinist, and all these isms. I would be truly curious to know the percentage of those same people slandering this man and find out how many entire episodes of Joe Rogan shows they have listened to. There's no study on it. There's no no way to find out the numbers, but I would be highly surprised if a high number of these people actually listen to Joe Rogan episodes. And instead, I think it's more likely that a lot of these people speaking ill of Joe Rogan and trying to get him canceled are people that have heard little snippets here and there that have been taken out of context or heard snippets from another person that has beef with him. Uh, essentially, secondhand, thirdhand information. And I bet you the large, the vast majority of the people speaking ill about this man 
fall in that category. I would be willing to bet a shit ton of money. Because if you listen to Joe Rogan, you you consume his content. You would never, ever get that feeling that he is a racist, a homophobe, a transphobe. Whatever ism you want to put behind it. Um, it's simply false. And there is nothing to it. All it is is a coordinated hit job. Because Joe decides to talk to people on both ends of the spectrum. He's not amplifying one end of the spectrum. Or the other end. He gives everyone an equal opportunity to express themselves. And it is for that that the witch hunt is on and it has been on for several years but i think these last couple of weeks have really shown the media the mainstream media for their true colors and it's no secret joe rogan puts up numbers far greater than any of these clowns and i'm sure that is not a coincidence as to why they are trying to silence them. Let me show you the numbers here. All right. So this is a chart. Quarter 3, 2021 media ratings. Average viewers per show in the millions. The source is Nielsen, Spotify. The Joe Rogan experience averages about 11 million downloads. Per episode. Tucker Carlson is in second place at just over 3 million. The Five at just under 3 million. Hannity under 3 million. So it's not even close as to who the people gravitate to. You look down the list Fox News, Fox News, then you have Rachel Maddow. MSNBC, and at the very bottom of the list, CNN. <laughs> and of, out of all the people smearing Joe Rogan and dragging him through the mud, out of all the entities, the loudest one, I'll let you guess who that is. It's CNN. I'm going to give you guys a few examples of these hit pieces the slander jobs and I wanted to start off by showing you guys this chart right here because it it, it will solidify my theory um, these CNN is in last place irrelevant and so right now the only way they can be somewhat relevant is by bringing up Joe Rogan's name. This sounds very similar to a character that we all have come to know as Uncle Terrence. Uncle Terrence has been pulling Don Lemons like CNN. Uh, we know that this person gropes men in bathrooms, puts questionable content up on BitChute featuring 
naked kids. This is a certified creep. And the only way this person stays relevant is by slandering other people, whether it's myself, other people, other channels. Meanwhile, the skeletons in this creep's closet are many. But I will not get into that tonight. If you guys want that content, go over to Odyssey. Uh, I have a video called What Constitutes as Hate Speech, where I break down this person who portrays himself as some kind of anti-cyber bullying campaigner. Uh, so watching Joe Rogan go through this, I can relate to a lot of this. It's all nonsense, slanderous hit jobs by these deceitful scumbags. CNN has had high-level resignations involving pedophilia recently. Uncle Terrence type of stuff. And they act like they are on the moral high ground. How dare these clowns? This is scummy, scummy behavior on both of these situations. Uh, all right, so let me get into some some uh, CNN articles to, okay, this is funny. So mm, let me show you. Yeah. All right. My Twitter is in the description. So if you guys got Twitter, please follow me on Twitter and help me retweet things like the things and uh, spread these things far and far and away. Uh, but I'm so glad I screenshotted this on my Twitter and I posted it. Joe Rogan's use of the N word is another January 6th moment why am i happy i screenshotted it and i put it on twitter <laughs> because cnn then changed the title to that very same article to this now instead of using that title cnn says why shrugging off joe rogan's use of the n-word is so dangerous really this is CNN at work. So let's go back to their original title. Joe Rogan's use of the N-word is another January 6th moment. When you want to talk about... See, a lot of people were talking about deplatforming Joe Rogan for misinformation. How many times can these mainstream quote-unquote sources get away with misinformation who sold us the weapons of mass destructions to go into iraq who sold us these countless lies and yet they never ever get held accountable cnn a few months ago went after joe rogan after he came down with the sickness that's going around and they were writing articles telling people that he had received horse dewormer 
This was a blatant lie, a blatant example of misinformation. And guess what happened to CNN? Nothing. You want to talk about dangerous misinformation. These guys have to be held accountable. And apparently they are not held accountable and they could get away with any goddamn thing they want. So let's read this article, which whom's title was changed uh, in just a couple of hours. <laughs> Updated at 1.50 p.m. Eastern time. So a couple hours ago, they changed this title. Uh, this is today, Sunday, February 13th, 2022. All right. From CNN. The podcaster Joe Rogan did not join a mob that forced lawmakers to flee for their lives. He never carried a Confederate flag inside the U.S. Capitol Rotunda. No one died trying to stop him from using the N-word. But what Rogan and those that defend him have done since video clips of him using the N-word surfaced on social media is arguably just as dangerous as what a mob did when they stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th last year. Let's break that down real quick. This is largely offensive and slanderous on so many goddamn levels. Joe Rogan's use of the N-word was completely taken out of context. He was talking about, he was either quoting a comedian, a black African-American comedian, Richard Pryor, or giving certain examples, or even singing hip-hop songs that contain the word. In not one of any of these instances was it used with malicious intent. The very fact that we are living in times where people can clip these things and take them entirely out of context and the vast majority of people will run with this. Never do any research, any due diligence and then make their conclusions. Oh my God. Well, Joe Rogan is a racist. I want him canceled. This is the era that we are living in. I had a similar situation where I was discussing a U.S. president in the 1860s talk about how he felt about Mexicans and african-americans and guess what word people used for african-americans in the 1860s yes you guessed it and i read this quote and uncle terence and her compatriots clipped that comment and then they claim that I took down the podcast. No, the podcast is still on my shows. You can go back and listen to the early episodes. It is there in its entirety. But they clipped it out saying that I was racist against Mexicans and African Americans. 
And anyone with critical thinking skills would have laughed at that because guess what? I am a Mexican American. <laughs> the problem is so many people will never engage any extra thinking steps and will run. And this is what's going on with this whole Joe Rogan controversy at this moment. People are running with this shit and not doing any other research into it at all. But this is, these are the times we are living in, unfortunately. All right. Rogan breached a civic norm that has held America together since World War II. It's an unspoken agreement that we would never return to the kind of country we used to be. <laughs> so dramatic, man. This article is making me laugh because you can see the hit job on display. That agreement revolved around this simple rule. A white person would never be able to publicly use the N-word again and not pay a price. <laughs> oh, God, this is this is rich. Um, all right. Rogan has so far paid no steep professional price for using a racial slur that's been called the nuclear bomb of racial epithets. It may even boost his career. That's what some say happened to another white entertainer who was recently caught using the N-word. <laughs> oh, man. The reach by this, uh, what's his name? John Blake. God damn. You want the old reach around over here by Mr. Uh, Mr. Blake? Holy crap. God, this is this is uh, comical to even read this. The, and and what bothers me is you will have people read this garbage right here, and it will tug at their heartstrings. Yes, Mister Blake, I completely concur. He needs to be deplatformed now. I am so hurt. Come on, Mister Blake. Come on, everyone. Let's let's do a Twitter mob and let's get Joseph Rogan deplatformed now. This is the type of world and environment that we are living in where people will read in that exact same voice. You may agree with me or disagree with me, but uh yeah. They'll do those kind of voices and uh Try to get people deplatformed. Uh, okay, I'm going to skip forward a little bit. You can find it it's on CNN by Mr. Blake, dated February 13th, if you are listening to this on Spotify. Why Rogan's use of the N word may not hurt his career. Some might say that comparing a podcaster's moronic musings about race to January 6th is hyperbole. <laughs> They will invoke cancel culture and political correctness. That's exactly what it is, Mr. Blake. I would love to debate you on this. That's exactly what it is. What you are doing is 
being a little cameraman. He called his... Okay, the man apologized, they will say, and he did. He called his comments the most regretful and shameful thing, adding, I know that to most people, there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word. Never mind publicly a podcast, and I agree with that, Rogan said after a video showed him using the N-word more than 20 times in different podcast episodes. Rogan has also apologized for a video of him comparing a gathering of black people to the planet apes he said he is not racist in the past white public figures who use the n-word provoked universal and unqualified condemnation but rogan has gotten some support some he's gotten a crap ton of support i beg to differ mr blake his comments drew criticism from daniel eck chief executive of spotify which reportedly pays rogan at least 100 million to carry his mega popular podcast x said rogan's racial slurs do not represent the values of the company but x also said spotify will continue to stand by rogan who had the most popular podcast on the streaming platform last year all right i'm not going to read the rest of this freaking garbage but it's a clear clear hit job that has been going on for a while and as i showed you at the very beginning the numbers do not lie cnn is at the bottom joe rogan is at the top and second place is a distant second he is by far king of the hill now We've had people, Neil Young is kind of what got this attention storm going. Uh, you know what? Let's change the little picture on the on the image there to uh, show this clown here. Oh. What do we have? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I worked hard on this thumbnail, so might as well use it right now. Bam. All right. So, Mr. Neil Young is a musician, older gentleman, not charismatic at all, but uh, he pretty much gave Spotify an ultimatum saying that it was either Joe Rogan or him, but there was not room for both of them, so get rid of either one or the other. Spotify took Joe Rogan's side and started removing Neil Young's music. And that's why we have... Spotify declaring Joe Rogan the winner of that self-inflicted cancellation by Neil Young. <laughs> Ask and ye shall receive stupid prizes. So that happened. And as I thought, other cancel culture warriors joined in 
and decided to side with Neil Young, making this whole thing into a bigger issue than what should have ever been. But this is why I say the whole thing has been done purposely uh, and crafted. We later found out that Neil Young, the people that pay Neil Young, are connected to Big Pharma. This isn't a theory. And I, because we are on YouTube, I don't feel comfortable saying the names. But they are, his boss is connected to Big Pharma. So you can surmise why they would have an issue with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has had doctors, scientists, and professionals on both sides of the current situation that we are globally facing on both sides. However, the critics only focus on the doctors that they disagree with him, that they disagree with, and they want him canceled for that. But these same people never talk about the other doctors that he's platformed that are in similar ways of thinking. So it's clear because of him platforming the other side of the official narrative that is the reason for the hit job it's clear as day everyone can see it so the other thing that's been somewhat funny and hilarious is that you have other people coming out in support of joe rogan and uh let me see if I can find a good example here. Let's see. There was a UFC fighter that came out in defense of Joe Rogan. Let's see if I can find. Okay. I found an article here. Okay. So. Um, go away, ads. I don't want no ads. A shot at the king. You better not miss. Cancel culture came for Joe Rogan last week. Rogan invited doctors on his podcast to discuss early treatment for COVID and preventative treatment. And the Pfizer-funded media went berserk. First, they said he was dangerous for spreading medical misinformation. All right. Well, you heard some of that. I was trying to get it on the screen there but it did not work um israel adesanya is a ufc fighter that was born in nigeria but he fights out of new zealand and does a lot of his practice in in australia he is a gentleman who is black and he came out a few days ago saying he vehemently supports Joe Rogan 100% stands by him and sure enough a day later after Israel Adesanya comes out in defense of Joe Rogan uh, some tweets were uncovered that were uh, you know painted Israel in not such a good way <laughs> so more evidence 
more uh more stuff showing that it clearly is a hit job anyone coming out in support of joe rogan they'll the media's out there to destroy they got all these amber huxley's digging through everything every nook and cranny every second of what they've ever done to try to discredit these people that are in support of joe rogan anyone that comes out in support of canceling joe rogan their voices get amplified uh just like when they talked about how there was 270 doctors and medical professionals and out of those 270 medical uh, doctors and medical professionals, only a handful were actual legitimate doctors. The rest were janitors and nurses. <laughs> you want to talk about misinformation, misleading stuff. These are perfect examples of what they are. But they, for whatever reason, the mainstream sources are not held to the same standard. That they expect everyone else to be held out. It's a complete joke. And it's hilarious. Uh, all right. Let's see. We 40 minutes in. I want to play you you guys one of the earliest Joe Rogan. Uh, you, I'm not even going to say earliest. The very first Joe Rogan podcast. His platform, he started doing his podcast. He just recorded it off his laptop. He was getting high and drinking with his friends, talking shit. And he has said it. He never expected it to grow into the behemoth that it is now today. It, You know, Joe Rogan, you can argue, is globally known. A globally recognized name. And to see his humble beginnings is pretty cool. It's an inspiration to people like myself, uh, but it goes to show you get too big. The forces that be will want to shut you down at whatever the cost. So I want to play this clip for you guys here. Where you at, buddy? All right. All right. Sorry. Let me. Okay, there we go. All right. So this clip is from the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, episode number one from December of 2009. And uh, it's pretty cool. I'm just going to play like a minute. And this is 10 minutes in. They didn't even realize that they were live streaming. They were just recording, playing around with the setup. Very first episode, very organic. And uh, it's awesome to see how much he's grown in just over a decade but uh let me play this clip for you you know it's like a really trippy stash box and uh some guy made it to me and gave it to me after one of his shows i wish i knew the dude's name because it's very cool and the box has like a little place where you would keep your tobacco and then she made me this killer little pipe and he made i'll get it away from the snowflakes so you can see. <laughs> But uh, whoever they are, if they're watching this, highly unlikely. But if nobody's watching this, let me see what we have. Ten people in here. Mm -hmm. No. Is this oh, 113 already? Wow. Okay. <laughs> this is like a, 113 people is like a show at a comedy club. Now I feel pressure. Isn't that weird? 113 people is like we have to be uh, we have to be entertaining. So let's read the Twitter feed and see what the fuck is up, bitches. Let's see the stats. 
Sorry, <laughs> I had myself on mute for quite a while, and uh, I was giving a little speech, so I did not finish. I just went on a huge rant, and you guys didn't hear it. My bad. Um, let me see if I can remember. <laughs> I muted myself. So essentially, what I had said on this epic rant, it probably won't be as epic now because it's the second time. But uh, essentially, what I said was. It's awesome to see the humble beginnings of the Joe Rogan podcast and see where it is right now. And to see the competitors like CNN, chiefly and namely, slander him, they it's it's almost comical because they'll come out and say that they they don't understand and they realize that they won't get Joe Rogan's audience to ever come onto their side. And they don't understand it. Well, to folks like me, it's very easy to understand. Joe Rogan is as honest as any of anyone on the mainstream media. When I say he's honest, doesn't mean he gets everything right or that he's right all the time. But he's not lying. And that is something that you can't say out of any of these mainstream sites. They purpose, purposely mislead you through titles, clickbait, all this other nonsense. And it's done on purpose. They are deceitful, dishonest characters. And Joe Rogan, even when he's wrong, he tries to be as honest as he possibly can and this is why the masses this is why people like myself gravitate to a show like joe rogan's podcast because he speaks from the heart and people can tell he's being as straight up as he can be and these other sources nope no way in hell so sorry about that little mute <laughs> Sorry about that little mute uh, episode I went there. But I uh, hope you guys enjoyed tonight's show. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to me on Odyssey and follow me on your favorite podcast player where we have tons and tons of more content. If you are new to this YouTube channel and you only see a handful of episodes, you are missing a lot. There's a lot, lot more content on the other side. So... Uh, follow the links there, everyone. And uh, let's see. What's up, Demelza? Haven't seen you in a while. What's up, Kelly? What's up, Miss Empress? Hell yeah. Uh, who else we got up in here? Angelina. Uh, who else came in here? Amy W. Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming in. <laughs> Everyone's laughing because I had myself on mute. <laughs> I did have an epic rant, goddammit, and unfortunately, I muted it, so that's why the continuation was a little bit more mellow, uh, but maybe that's good. I didn't have to bust anyone's eardrums, but I did go on a little bit of a rant. Uh, thank you guys so much 
uh, for tuning in. And like I said, if you guys want the whole shebang, the whole enchilada, you know what I'm saying? You guys want the chile con carne, uh, just go to my odyssey. Links are in the live chat by the love of Missy or in the description. So thank you guys so much. Much love. Love you so much, Miss Head. You amazing human being and all you awesome mod squads and everyone else. Also, before I leave, we do have a exquisite Facebook group. Link is in the description. Answer the questions, goddammit. If you need to voice verify, voice verify will let you in. God damn it. Uh, baby Rebozo. Joe Rogan exposed. You know what? A lot of people have tried to expose him. So I, I know he's not perfect. He's a human being. But and that's fine. You can agree. You can feel that way, Mr. Bebe Rebozo. I am a huge fan and I will continue to be a fan even though he does have faults. I do I agree, but we're all humans, goddammit. We all are humans. No one is perfect at the end of the day. All right, y'all. Much love, hugs, and kisses.